Today on Transforming Lives. Today we want to teach on another miracle. And this is the miracle that happened when Jesus cast out a demon from a demon-possessed man in the synagogue. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Amen. Mark chapter 1, verses 21 to 28. Then they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath day, he entered the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught as one having authority and not as a scribe. Now there was a man in the synagogue with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had conversed him and cried out with a loud voice, he came out of him. Then they were all amazed. So as they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority he commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. Holy Spirit, you are my sufficiency. Speak to me and through me. Encourage and bless your people. I pray for minds to understand, wills to obey, and hearts to believe. In Jesus' name. Amen. We are continuing our series on the God of miracles. The last time, <clears throat> excuse me, the last time we ministered, we shared with you four principles about the miracle that took place with Jesus healing the woman, the woman from the spirit of infirmity. We told you that God is able to touch your life and transform your life no matter what you face. And his miraculous power is able to reach to you. The last time when we ministered and shared from this story, we shared with you four principles from this miracle of the woman who was loose from the spirit of infirmity. We told you that they were loose from pain and suffering. I mean, she was loose from pain and suffering. She was loose from the bondage of Satan. She was loosed by Jesus, and she was loosed to worship God. Today, we want to teach on another miracle. And this is the miracle that happened when Jesus cast out a demon from a demon-possessed man in the synagogue. We want to share with you four principles of this miracle, four things that we can learn from this miracle. We want to share with you the importance of teaching the Word of God, the uh, uh, um, disturbance of demon possession, the transformation of the man who was demon possessed, and the testimony from those, from the people who uh, uh, witnessed the demon, uh, uh, um, the deliverance of this man. So let's look at each one of them. Our passage says that 
Jesus went into the synagogue and taught. Now, this story in Mark chapter 1 um, lets us know concerning what was happening during that time and what is prevalent uh, um, also today. The problem of demon possession was very common during Jesus' time when he was on this, uh, this eye. And even now, it is also prevalent in our society today. This reflected that uh, um, Satan increased in evil in order to counteract the goodness of God and the mirac- uh, uh, um, miraculous manifestation of God. And the devil is continuing to do things in order to hinder God's plan and God's work. They, um, the Bible tells us that during that time, demon possession, and even now, uh, inflicted people and caused a lot of erratic behavior. Sometimes the uh, demon possession will, will take this, the, the, the devil will take over the, the person's uh, uh, faculties and will do all kinds of different things. In, the, in fact, in this story, that we, we, um, this miracle that we're talking about, the Bible says that this man had an unclean spirit. Most of the time when there is a demon possession, there, there is, the person doesn't even know what they are doing. They, they get uh, 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 um, erratic and do things that they don't even understand what they are doing. And if you, if, as we go through this particular lesson, we'll show you that when Jesus was dealing with this particular spirit, Jesus spoke directly to the demon spirit in order to cast it out. Um, we want to share with you four basic principles that we can learn. The first principle is the importance of teaching the word of God. The word of God has the power to transform. If we would get into God's word and trust his word, the Bible tells us that the word of God is, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. And God's word is seed. Jesus himself said that my word will not return unto me void. It will accomplish whatsoever I send it. God said in Isaiah chapter um, 55. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word shall not pass away. He said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. He said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. The word of God is like seed. Once it is planted in our heart, it has the power to transform our lives. And that's what Jesus did when he was on this earth. He spent time teaching the word of God because if you learn the word of God, it can change your life. We see in this particular passage that when Jesus went into the synagogue, the first thing that he did was that he taught the people. He shared with them concerning what God's plans are. He shared with them concerning God's rule, God's desire, God's way of living. Jesus was God's expression, and he revealed to the people the the power of the word of God. And the Bible says that the people were amazed of the teaching. They were amazed because Jesus taught with conviction, he taught the word of God, and the word of God uh, uh, was able to change their lives. The word of God was able to reach to them. The word of God was able to touch the situations and the circumstances that they were facing in their lives in order to bring healing and deliverance and provision to them. 
God wants to touch you. The Bible tells us that we need to turn away from sin and turn unto God. We need to realize that God loves us, but God does not want us to stay and wallow in our sin. God wants us to repent. And that word repent means to change your mind so that you can follow God. Jesus spent time teaching the people so that they can learn the things that God wants them to learn. He spent time speaking to them with conviction and letting them know that God is faithful. But what happened is that when, that day when Jesus was ministering in the synagogue, the Bible says there was a man with an unclean spirit in the synagogue as Jesus was teaching the truth of God, he burst out and began to disturb the service. Now, notice when we read this passage, the Bible says that this man says specific things. He said, what do we have to do with you, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? We know who you are, the Holy One of God. And Jesus said to, to him, be quiet. I mean, rebuke this him and said, be quiet, come out of him. Now notice, Jesus said, be quiet, come out of him. It suggests that Jesus was not talking to the man himself, but he was talking to the demonic spirit that had taken over the man's faculties, taken over the man's speech, taking over the man's uh, 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 movement, taking over things in him. And that's what the devil does when he comes in people's life. As you open your life to sin, the devil comes in. He, sometimes he comes in uh, um, deceitfully, but then he takes over your faculties. He takes over your mind, takes over your heart, takes over your behavior, takes over things in your life, and begin to uh, um, demonstrate all kinds of erratic behaviors in order to bring to you to the place where he wants to destroy your life. Jesus said about the devil, he comes as a thief. He comes to steal, he comes to kill, and he comes to destroy. And when he comes into your life, his primary purpose is to destroy you. And that's what we see in this particular situation, in this man's situation. This man was demon-possessed. He had an unclean spirit. Now, just because the Bible says this man had an unclean spirit does not suggest that any demonic spirit is clean. No, there, is, there are just uh, uh, different uh, um, gravity of their uncleanness. But all demonic spirits or all devil spirits uh, and demons are unclean. They are vile and they will destroy your life if you open your heart. And you're opening your life to them. And the way that demons can affect, afflict uh, people is by opening your life to sin, opening your life to behaviors that, that are contrary to the word of God, and opening your lives and allowing situations and habits. And most of the time, some of these different erratic habits or, 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 or witchcraft or satanism or occulted things Open your life to spirit and you become demon possessed. And you need to be careful with those things. When you begin to, to, to uh, 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 um, engage in uh, uh, um, psyche, then engage in uh, um, reading of the palm, engage in things that are, that are contrary to the word of God, or you, you get engaged, <coughs> excuse me, into a uh, um thing, 
uh, you know, trying to, 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 to gain supernatural strength from uh, sources other than God, you open yourself to demonic spirits. And the devil will come into your life. He might promise you a lot of things, but his ultimate goal is to destroy you. The Bible says this man cried, <coughs> excuse me, in, in, the, in the, the synagogue and said, what do, you, do we have to do with you? Thou son of God, do you, have you come to destroy us? It tells us that, that, that just like uh, 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 um, what the, de- the, 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 the spirit in this man was trying to do was to draw a commotion in order to discredit Jesus and discredit the word of God. And that's the devil's plan. He always tries to discredit that which God is doing in the lives of people. He always tries to bring confusion in order to destroy. He always tries to pervert the work of God in order to counter it so that people will not hear the truth. He comes with disturbance. In the middle of Jesus' teaching, the Bible says there was a squeak. If you notice in the, in the passage, it says there was a loud voice, a loud scream. Okay, he wanted to to distract the attention in order to pull away from that which Jesus was trying to teach the people. And that's the plan of the devil. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He wants to destroy that which God wants to do in your life. Whenever the word of God is taught with power, evil spirits have to be expelled. Demonic spirits will bow their knees because the word of God has the power to cast out. Jesus, the Bible says he was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. The son of God uh, uh, um, came to destroy the works of the devil. In Acts chapter 10, Peter said to, the, to Colinius, and he said, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit who went about doing good and destroying all who were oppressed of the devil. He he was destroying the plans of the devil, healing everyone who were oppressed of the devil. God was with him, and Jesus found himself in this situation, and the Bible says this man cried out. Notice some of the things that he said about Jesus. The Bible says he cried. He said, let us alone. Let us alone. In essence, he was saying to Jesus, we don't want to be bothered. Don't teach in this place. Don't share the goodness of God in this place. Leave us alone. And that's what the devil is always trying to do. And sometimes people even do that. They don't want to hear the things of God. They don't want to hear what God is saying. But the word of God, the Bible says, is life. You cannot experience the abundant life that God promised without hearing the scripture and understanding the word of God. God came to give you life. Jesus came to give you abundant life. And most of the time, people turn uh, um, their way. They don't want to hear. They allow the devil to deceive them, and they are shouting, leave us alone. Leave us alone. He said, what do we have to do with you? Jesus of Nazareth, Have you come to destroy us? Notice, Jesus came to give life. 
But the devil was painting a picture that Jesus came to destroy. Amen? And the Bible tells us Jesus rebuked him. Excuse me. <coughs> Jesus rebuked the demonic spirit that was manifesting in this man. Jesus cast out this demonic spirit that was manifesting itself in this man. The Bible says he rebuked the spirit. And if you find yourself being used and manipulated by things that you, you seem not to have control over your faculties, I want to suggest that sometimes some of these things can be demonic manifestation and you need to trust God and experience the deliverance that comes to you because of Jesus. We see in this particular situation that Jesus spoke directly to the demonic spirit. He cast it out. He commanded it to be quiet and to come out. Jesus did not try to negotiate with the demonic spirit. Jesus did not try to negotiate or to, 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 to uh, back in or compromise. He rebuked him and commanded him to come out of the man because this demonic spirit was manifesting itself to bring disruption and trying to, to destroy that which God wanted to build. Jesus brought transformation. Now, I don't know how long this, this man has been going to this particular synagogue who was demon-possessed and who was causing the disturbances. The Bible says he had an unclean spirit, so it suggests that this man was vile. I mean, he, maybe he was using a lot of profanity, or maybe the way he was dressed or the way he carried himself, it was a while, or maybe the way he paraded himself. The Bible says unclean. Unclean means it was vile. But the Bible tells us that when he manifested himself, Jesus cast out the spirit. The behavior of this man was instituted by a demonic spirit. And sometimes some of the erratic behaviors of people in our lives, in our families, in, in, in our, uh, our, our communities are uh, uh, perpetrated by demonic spirit. We need to be able to identify and cast it out. Jesus himself said to the disciples, and if you are, uh, um, have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is a, a, a command to you and a, a, a promise to you. He said, you shall cast out demons. As a child of God, you can believe God and you can come against the works of darkness and cast out those spirits. The man was transformed. Now, if you notice, when Jesus rebuked the spirit, the Bible says, he said specifically, be quiet and come out. Now, you may say, well, the, spirit, the, the, the demon spirit was, say, were, were glorifying God, was saying, we know who you are, the Holy One of God. But don't be fooled. The devil is a liar, and he will continue to lie. And what he wants, wanted to do was to discredit Jesus, because if you have a liar who, who is uh, uh, perpetrating or, or making a uh, 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 boast about you, everybody will discredit you. Jesus did not want to have it and did not give the demon any opportunity to continue his vile uh, uh, um, disturbances. He commanded it to 
come out. The Bible says in verse 28 in Mark chapter 1, I mean 26, it says, When the unclean spirit had conversed him and cried out with a loud voice, he came out. Now notice, when Jesus rebuked the spirit, the devil decided to manifest or to have a last stand to fight its way to, in order to try to, to cause more damage uh, 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 um, on this man. It, the Bible says it convoys him. That means it, it forces him, throw him in the middle of the, 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 the synagogue and uh, it cause a lot of, of disturbances right there. But the Bible says with all the noise, with all the conversion, with all the disturbances, the spirit had to go. And I'm here to give you good news. No matter what kind of addiction you face, no matter what kind of habit that it seems that you cannot break, no matter what kind of, uh, 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 um, kind of uh, 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 um, sin that seems to be holding you, I'm here to let you know that Jesus is here, and he's here with deliverance. He is saying to you, and he is saying to that spirit that may be hindering your life, Come out! Be quiet and come out. You can trust him. You can open your heart to him right now and allow Jesus to minister life unto you. You can ask Jesus to come into your heart. You can ask him to forgive you of your sin. You can renounce every form of darkness, every manipulation, every occult, every work. Uh, uh, um, that is not of God, you can renounce it and you can give your heart to Jesus. You can turn around. You can repent of your sin and ask God to uh, uh, forgive you and you can be free. You can be delivered. Sometimes uh, um, some of the, the disturbances that we face or we see or some of the things, the atrocity that we see around in our, uh, our society and our, our country, it's because of these demonic spirits that are perpetrated by Satan to destroy. He is a thief. Don't never forget that. The Bible says the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus promised, I come, and you may have life, and I have it more abundantly. The Bible says that after this man was delivered, the people in the synagogue were amazed. In essence, the Bible says they were, they, were, they, they, they were excited about what had happened. They were uh, 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 dumbfounded, so to speak. They were surprised. They were uh, 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 elated concerning what Jesus had done. Amen. They, they, they saw what had happened to this man. They saw the commotion. I'm sure some of them had known this man for, for a while, and they knew that they, what happened in this man's life was genuine. He was totally delivered. Look at what verse 27 says. It says, and when, all, when they all saw it, they were all amazed. And so they questioned among themselves, saying, what is this? What new doctrine is this? With authority, he commands even the unclean spirit. And they obey him. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for Jesus. Jesus is powerful to command even the unclean spirits. And they have to obey. 
The Bible tells us in Philippians chapter 2, uh, uh, verse 5, it says, We should let this mind be in us, who was also in Christ, who, though Jesus was God, he did not think of himself as something to grasp, but he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. And because of his obedience, God has exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Jesus has the power to deliver, the power to heal, the power to to provide, the power to minister, the power to set the captives free. And when Jesus was on this earth, he brought healing and deliverance to people. And he is still doing it now through his church. You can be delivered. You can experience God's grace and God's power. You can experience the plan and the power of God in your life. You too can be set free. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare and decree, and I command every demonic spirit in the lives of your people, I command them to come out in Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray that as your people grabs, as the people grabs your word and get the revelation that they can be set free, that they will experience freedom in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Pastor Lisa and I will be right back for a very important message. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at BethelVA.com. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service, on Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study, and on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at Bethelva.com. Mm-hmm.